1: wallet, your purse, your pocket, your money. You're not concerned about your soul. No uh, right. Not unless he's so been holding Then he's concerned about your soul. Uh, so somebody to tell the truth. Tell the truth. Well, I know most preachers afraid to tell the truth. If they tell the truth, they're going to lose. Amen, church members. Church members equal dollars. A whole lot of dollars. Bye, children.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard God's prophet love that have given to you many issues of life that no other man of God gives to the people. Thank you for
0: listening.
2: I if you have if you have need for a consultation with God's prophet love, you may call this number, 404 751
0: Tune your radio. Tune in. Now. You can tune into this radio station on any smartphone or tablet iPhone, Android, Blackberry, Nokia, Nokia Samsung, Windows phones, or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's App Store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy from over 70,000 radio stations around the world, including this Beasley Broadcast Group station. Check it out at tunein.com or your App Store. With so much
2: distraction and interference these days, it seems like it's becoming more and more difficult to cut through the noise of everyday life and discover some peace and clarity. Thankfully, WAEC is here to help you turn down the static and turn up the love. With the Love 860 app, you get your daily live stream of inspiration straight from the home of Atlanta's inspirational talk radio. And you want some more good news? The app is available to download for free in the Google Play and Apple App Store. So what are you waiting for? Download today. And start to feel the love with the Love 860 AM. 860
1: AM WAEC, Atlanta.
2: The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. This is not a time to get distracted. This is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose
0: your focus Got a word to
2: do for the Lord The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ If you have any questions or are in need of prayer please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast We will give you our website and our mailing address So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware.
1: God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. Our Canada a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day amen and enjoying the Lord as these old folks used to say I'm enjoying the trip amen I, I really am we thanking God for what God is doing thanking God for those of you that I've heard from amen I heard from a few uh, I've I'm thanking God for those of you that sacrifice enough to love me, amen, to write me, and some of you to be a blessing. I I, I really do. A financial blessing in order that we might stay on the air. That's a blessing within itself, amen. A whole lot of peoples be begging and making people feel guilty and telling people sowing a seed and all this kind of stuff. No, we don't want to uh, say anything contrary to the will of plan of God. Just be who we are. Just be that vessel that God have called in these last and evil days and have a mindset to want to be a blessing to others that's walking in error. That's the key word right there. So many people's walking in error. And so therefore, when people's are walking in error, how can you say that you as a man of God, that you're trying to uh, manipulate them and get them to believe uh, in what you're talking about instead of believing in the Word of God? I believe that the Word of God should stand solid. Amen. I just believe that. So because of that, then that's what we are going to do. Stand on the word of God. Thank God for those of you that's praying for me and with me. Amen. I'm not, I don't say that. Don't take that lightly. <clears throat> and the reason I don't take that lightly, because I know without you all praying, and without and those few that's giving, I wouldn't be here. Amen. But your mercy, your goodness spared me another day, another time. Amen. To able me to drive to Atlanta to be live. Amen. Every other week. Uh, So we thank God for that. Amen. I don't know why I had my glasses on. No, I can't see, read nothing with my glasses on. But anyway, however, we thank God for you. At this time, let me pray. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. I thank you for this opportunity to be able to call upon your name. I thank you for that. I ask you to bless us, God, that we may go forth in your word and get an understanding of your word, that we may call someone to seek out your will, your way. Not our will, not our way, but your way. We thank God for that. I also ask you to bless us, Lord, at this time, that we can decrease and you increase. And if we decrease, God, and you increase in us, that we'll be able to do and say that which you would have us to do and say. And, Father, we just praise you for that. We praise you for what we're going to, what we are doing already. We thank you. We praise you. Now, Father, I ask you to bless me as I go into the word, God, that I rightly divide the word of truth, not according to my understanding, but according to that which you have uh, placed for us to catch faith and catch hope and live there all. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God, praise God. I tell you what, I'm thanking God. I, 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 I was asked a question, you know, and I say, I got an answer. I love to tell people, you don't have to do nothing but give me an answer, a question and I'll give you an answer. But boy, this brother called me. He shown us shut me down. He said, Brother where I need to know the question. You say you got the answer. you answer the question. He said, how is it that the church is supposed to be representing the anointing of God, okay? And since the church is supposed to be representing the uh, anointing of God, but the liquor stores and Walmart is not. And they just spoke that the liquor store is representing the world. How is that a liquor store? They never said close the liquor store. They never said close Walmart. And But yet the churches were closed. I said, well, you know what? Let me get back with you on that. I could not answer that because, you know, I never thought about it, I guess, because I don't drink or anything, and I, I was trying to— You know, I did, I told him, I did deal with Walmart on the radio. I say that Walmart was, uh, uh, I say, I I told him, I said, go back and listen to the uh, message of last week. I said, the cage is open, meaning God done set us free from the church reality, believing that we got to go to church to be saved that we got to do this and we got to do that. And so, uh, but we, we're still not doing anything. Even though we don't have to go there, we're still not saying, okay, let's do this, let's do that. But anyway, I'm going to have to get that brother some answer because I, I believe in answering the people's question when they call me. I do. And I, I, I just never thought about the liquor store. The man said, Man, there's so much uh, people in the liquor store. I, 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 I decided, and I wanted to stop and get me a bottle of wine for me and my wife, anniversary or something of it. He said he was doing. He said, But the store was so crowded, he didn't even want to go in there. Uh, so he said, I'm going to ask Brother Ware on that. I, I don't have the answer. I'm sorry. I wish I did. I don't have the answer. Only thing I can say, them people's had faith in what they was doing, and and the church didn't have the faith, or whatever. I can't. I I don't want to answer the wrong answer. I'm sorry, but anyway, I thank God. Uh, really, thank God for how He blessed uh, uh, some of the people that were uh, in the hospital. God blessed them and. Healed them and brought them they out of the hospital and doing good. We thank God for those that uh, was going through and uh, finance, amen, and they wanted me to pray, and God blessed them as well. And also, I just want to thank God uh, for this mother that uh, she's not any kid that I know of, any relation to me, uh, Mother Fanny Ware, uh, she's a elderly lady, and she's going through, she uh, written me, and I thank God, see, I, I, me, amen, I want to be a blessing to peoples as well, amen, I truly want to be a blessing to them, as well as I'm looking for some to be a blessing to us, and God have did that, I, I, I don't, I don't discredit what God have did, Amen, and what God is doing, Amen. I every week now we go to the mailbox and we find somebody done written me, somebody done uh, called me, somebody done been a, chose to be a blessing, or somebody have questioned, and that's what it's about, folks. I'm not truly not trying to build. A ministry here anymore. I I did that. I done had that. I done done evangelized for years, and then I wound up pastoring for about 28 years. Now I'm moving into another area, and uh, that area, and I got to uh, fast and pray, but uh, that area is being a missionary, amen, in some areas. I, I really have a really desire to do some things and I'm not telling nobody, I'm not getting on the radio or in there and broadcasting what I'm gonna do. Only my immediately family know where I'm planning and, and just a few close friends know what I'm planning on doing and what country I'm planning on going to to do missionary work uh, because I believe that we got everything around us uh, Cause here, don't get me wrong. I understand people's are uh, getting they are hungry here. I understand that. I, I do understand the people's is not getting the gospel here, but it's available here more so. They just have to reach out. You know, the birds in the nest. God doesn't drop the worms in the nest. Nope, He doesn't drop the word. They have to get out. The nest and go look for the worms. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, the peoples here can get out and look uh, for a little help, and they'll get help. Uh, I mean, I've been down. I've been, i Trust me, I've been down to the bottom of the bottom, and uh, one step of having um, done had the lights cut off, I had the gas cut off, in, in that time. But I, I reached out for help, and I have seen God. This is the truth, believer. i seen God cut my gas on and my lights on, and I didn't have one penny. And I just went to the gas place, and I wanted to speak to the supervisor there. And the lady said, well, she can't help them." da-da-da-da-da. I said, well, could I please just speak to her? And I said, ma'am, I don't have... Right there in East Point, I says uh, East Point I said I don't have no money, but I promise you I' supposed to be getting some and i this would be the first place, but I just need my gas cut on. And I promise you God moved in that woman's heart and my gas got cut on. My lights got cut back on. Wow. I I, I mean, not that I was so good, not that I was so right. I was living right, was doing that, which I thought, but I just didn't have the money. But I had to get out. I remember going to the church, and I don't know why I'm saying this. I remember going to a particular church. I'm not going to even call the church name. And they had me to, first of all, they wanted to know what church I was going to. And uh, they said, "Well, why you uh, have you asked your church for help?" And I said, "Yeah, but we're a small church and couldn't get help." And and on and on. And they had me to fill out. I, I promise you, they had me to fill out uh, at least at least eight sheets of paper or more, not less than eight. And then they said, "We're giving you this twenty-five dollars in this food." that they had got from the food bank uh, that I really didn't want nothing that was in the box because it was big homily. It was stuff that I, canned goods that I didn't really eat. But uh, when you don't have, you had to take what you have. I say, Lord, if you ever bless me, I will not do that. I will not treat somebody like that. And so far, God helped uh, bless me in past and now that I tries to be a blessing to people, I will not say or do and make people feel so bad. I think that's said that if you're not a part of a church building, that you can't get help from that building, and if you get help, then they'll tell you right quick that's a loan and it is not. Uh, they're not giving you something. You said, well, brother, well, they have to protect themselves. You know, if you take this and they take this, and all of a sudden they won't have nothing for their people. Well, maybe so. I don't know. But I know we have helped people when I was pastoring. and uh, The Lord has always provided. Amen. And our people was blessed because they was doing, if they did, that which God had commissioned them to do. Amen. I'm, I'm not going to get I, I, I Well, I'm on that, so I, I, I'm just saying. Peoples, we got to find out what really serving God is all about. It is not the way we dream it up. We go to the church. We hear a sermon. We come home. We eat dinner. We don't forget half of the time after that. And we think, God saved you for a purpose. He called you out for a purpose. We are the body of Christ to work uh, together. And if we're working together to win, the Bible says one plant, another one water, but it takes God to give the increase because every one of us, uh, the preachers probably said something before we even got there we had heard. But it didn't mean nothing, you know why? Because we wasn't, uh, we didn't have an ear to hear. Cause is the one that draws us. All right. Uh, let me get into the word. For my time running out, I'm doing all this talk. But we thank God for being here today. Amen. Uh, in Matthew's the sixth chapter, and I'm going to read the first. Start at the first. It says, "Take heed." that ye uh, do not your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise ye have no reward for your Father which is in heaven. Therefore when thou doest thy arms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets that they may have glory of means. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward already. Guess what? I'm going to stop right there, even though I'm going to read some more scripture, but I'm going to stop right there because I want to uh, make a point on that. A lot of people, a lot of people, when they give, they got the book. They want to make sure that name is written in the book and how much they gave and all this. And then they want to make sure they be ready. Some of them got so good now, they put a list out. Uh, So-and-so-and-so-and-so gave this and gave that. And, and they say they're trying to motivate others to give. That's not right, folks. When you giving until the Lord, you do it in secretly. See, when you do it in secretly, then God will reward you and bless you openly. Otherwise, you become a hypocrite. That's what it is. That's what the scripture just said. It said, be not as the hypocrite. See, because now if we want to know how we should give, then we turn over to Second Corinthians the ninth chapter and uh, Second Corinthians, ninth chapter and around the sixth. We'll read, start reading at six. He said, but I say, uh, he which soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. He that soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully. Oh, wait a minute. Now, see, preachers using that out of context to get people to give X amount of dollars. It's more than giving dollars. Even though he making a a, a point on Paul was making a point of the Corinth at the Corinthian church that when you give, uh if you sow how you sowing, you sow it bountifully, then you reap bountifully. But if you sow it uh, uh, you know, sparingly, then guess what? You read sparingly. Now some of the things God done gave some of you a whole lot more. We just talk we ain't talking about the, the the sinners. Because see God's mercy, God's goodness shine upon us that he knew that he was going to call even before he called us. Why? Because he wanted he knew God knowing everything. He knew that he was going to bless us down the road, to repent, to seek his face, to seek his direction. And if he was causing us to do that, quite natural, he was beginning, he was going to bless us. So even when we was living rouchous living, uh, it just, now the brother dead and gone now, the one I'm talking about, him and his wife, they say, brother, where they, they, at this time, they, I was a pastor, and they came into the church, and this guy was used to spending his money out, and he started giving. He said, man, ever since I've been in the church, it like everything I killed. I, man, I'm just going down, down, down. And that's what the, the devil was sending him a mirage, was allowing him to see from the natural point of view he was losing out. But the truth of the matter is his blessing was right around the bed. A lot of times God has your blessing right around the bed if you're doing it sincerely. Now, like I said, I have people that not even affiliated with the Sabbath, not affiliated with Brother Ware uh, no more. And they know of me, but they willing to give unto God because they are seeing Here's, uh, they don't prayed about, it. here's somebody trying to get the word across. So I wanna be a blessing. They could give to other ministry, but God moved upon them and they was just, they just being obedient. Amen. So he said, if you sow sparingly, you'll reap sparingly. Now I know that's where these preachers take this out of context, this seed planting. Uh, money is not seed planting all the time, folks. other words, you can give, 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 and not get nothing back at the time. Why? Because it ain't time for you to get it back. But at the same time, God will turn it around. Oh, yes, he will. He will be willing to turn it around. And at that given time, it's more than just giving money. But if you're so inspiring, how is it that you don't want to read the Bible? And you're waiting on God to bless you through the Holy Ghost to give you what to say. No, 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 no. You got to study the word. And he will bring those things back in remembrance. You may not know the verse. You may not. But you got the soul in the word. You have the soul in the word if you're planning on reaping the benefits of the word of God. And a lot of times we don't reap the benefits of the word of God. Because we're not sowing in the Word of God. It's very valuable to sow, not just your money. No, 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 no. I know we don't narrow it down, but we got to go a little further. It's sad that people's confessing to know Christ don't even read their Bible. They are confessing to know that they have called, God have called them And they only read in the Bible to get a sermon for to tell somebody else something. Something wrong with the picture, believers. Something is wrong with that picture. But anyway, it says, let every man give according as as he prosper in his heart. Wow. What you don't put in your heart to do? What have you put in your heart to do? If you ain't put it in your heart and I'm making you feel guilty for not doing this, I'm making you feel guilty. Oh, you know, we got some little starving children. I'm going to put these little starving children in front of your face, and I'm going to say you're going to adopt it. Well, you ain't doing it the right way anyway. You're not giving from your heart. You're giving because I've, I've made it look sadder or I've told you I stood in the church and Told you, uh, well, well, now they can't do it in the church, but they go on live stream and tell you, well, if you plant in this ministry, God's gonna do this. And God, folks, you got to live right. I tell you what, I'm gonna have to come back on this uh, after my break. I, I I talked too much before it, but I'm gonna come back on this uh, right where I left off in the seventh, uh, in the. Ninth chapter and the seventh verse of the book of uh, 2 Corinthians. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Lord, I me, 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 praise
2: me, the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will.
1: Well, <coughs> we're back. We thank God for you. Thank God for those of you that tune in with us. Amen. We truly do. We thank God that we are here live today. So if you have a question, you don't have to wait to call 404 404- uh two nine three seven five five seven. You can reach us by dialing 404-355. As she said already, Uh Eight six nine nine. You can reach us today if you have a question. But I, 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 I'm telling you, folks, it is now time for us to get it together. Oh yeah, it's time for us to get it together. We have been so, 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 just going in a form of godliness and being deceived by ministers by saying you do this, you do that. God gonna do something. Let me tell you something, folks, if you live in a raggedy life, I promise you, you can do everything that preachers said and ain't nothing going to change. You know why? Because of the fact that your lifestyle, you got to be willing to do that, which is right. You got to be willing to stand up on those things that God have commissioned you to do. If you don't stand up on them, then uh, stand up in the scriptures that you know then it ain't going to mean nothing because you're giving. You got to understand, the devil hear your prayer. The devil hear you saying, hey, Lord, I'm planting a seed in this, and I'm looking for a harvest. The devil say, well, let me give him a harvest. Let me give her a harvest so she can continue to go on in her way. Man, we got some confused so-called believers. I'm serious. We got some confused people. Never have I seen it in these last and evil days. But we understand why, because the enemy, while we are saying Christ, the enemy is pulling us, pulling people away. The Bible is say, it said that this would happen, and, and it's doing it as never before. You say, but I'm living holy, brother, where I ain't committing fornication. I ain't drinking. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't smoking, and, and I don't cuss. I try to give God some of my time, most of my time. And then when you say, well, what the word says, well, you know, I don't read the Bible that much because I can't remember that. Well, wait a minute. You do will have certain things in there in your heart that's sown in your heart. Why? Because of the fact that you let me get back to the word because I said I was coming back. Oh, uh, Corinthians, uh, again, four, four, three, five, five, eight, six, nine, nine. All right, I was in uh, 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter. And because of the break, I better go back up. The sixth verse, he said. No, no I go back up in the top of the seventh verse. I completed that sixth verse. He said, Every man, according as he have purpose in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly. Oh, not grudgingly, not because somebody making you do something. Not a necessity. Hold up. Because somebody tell you, oh, like I said, they put the children on the TV or the man stand on the corner or the woman stand on the corner and you feel good about giving. You don't consult God. So you feel good about putting a few dollars. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God bless me to be a blessing to somebody else. Okay, you might say that, but is it the will of God? Maybe that person is hooked on drugs. Maybe that person is hooked on alcohol. Maybe that person is out of the will of God, and because you're doing that, can you say that that was God telling you, or that was you? That was your emotion. See, the enemy plays on your emotion. If you go back to the Garden of Eden, when when Satan began to talk, he didn't talk to Adam, even though Adam knew what the scripture said. He went to the weaker vessel and he began to say, did God say it? He began to put doubt. Number one. That's what the enemy does. He put doubt. But anyway, let me go. On. And, and and it said not uh, uh, let every man according as he have purpose in his heart. Have you purpose in your heart to do it? Or are you doing it for self glorification? Are you giving because somebody done made you feel guilty or what? Uh, and like I say, they'll put the dogs, even the dogs. I saw them put the dogs on TV and they have a little dog trembling and then say, You know, where's your heart? You? And you say, Well, I feel good about giving to the dog because this, they, they create God's creature, but did God say it? Are uh, you giving because of necessity? Because they done told you it's necessity. Uh, the the area that I'm believing God to go work in, I, I've i been looking at that for a couple of months, I'll say. And I started looking, and I was going to join up with this particular group. And I saw they got the uh, range over, and they got uh, the— uh, the four wheelers, and they say we need the four wheelers, but they ain't the regular four wheelers Jeep. Now they the other one that costs more than that, and 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 then I, I, when you questioning, they on a large salary, and they doing this and doing that, and I'm saying, well, every dollar you see the people's ain't getting but ten cent, ten to twenty cent per dollar. The rest of it going for appetizing, going for salary going for this. So if you gave, you gave because they made you feel guilty. You should have said, God, wh- what do you have me to do? I want to be willing to do what you would have me to do. Then it says, not grudgingly, not of necessity. See, that's what they throw on you, this necessity. Oh, if you don't give right now, we're going to perish. We're going to this, we going to that. Well, wait a minute. These commercials, these vehicles, go online. Now, we ain't got to do it ignorant no more. Way back, we didn't know no better. But now we can see it, all right? Um, uh, not, brothers and not a necessity, for God loves a cheer giver. God, when you, God, move on your heart, then guess what, brothers and sisters? You will be blessed. Why? Because God moved on your heart and you was obedient to do what God did. And see uh he got you. The Bible says and uh and I ain't saying this get no money do nothing. I'm telling you uh a lot of people think it's about money only. It's about giving you. All right? Uh in Luke the 6th chapter and around the 38th verse. Uh so don't be no hypocrite. And why are you giving to these particular ministers? Uh, in Luke the sixth chapter and the thirty, I said the thirty-eighth verse, it says, "Give and it shall be given unto you." Good, I'm sorry. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men's give to your bosom for what the with the same measure that ye meet within it shall be measured unto you again. Guess what? God got it fixed that if you start giving, if you give you, if you give your money, if you give your time, God will make sure it come back to you. See, we don't got this thing all lined up with nothing but money so you're being a hypocrite you're being a hypocrite in it yes you are because you're not doing it uh in the right way you're doing it because it's no different than the person putting in the money in the stock market or in the lottery same thing same thing they just got a different form the lottery is a poor man's investment and it gets out of hand and and the uh the stock market is the, uh, I wouldn't say rich, but smart or well-off uh whatever. I don't know enough about neither one of them to, to really do a lot of comment. But I do know this. If God didn't tell you to do it, then we don't have no business doing it anyway. All right. Uh, the Bible also, and let me go one more. See, I'm trying to get a point across. See, we being hypocrites in the. Mark 7 and 7, I know you don't heard me talk about that so much, but I need to do it. It said, Mark 7 and 7 said, how be it, in vain do they worship me. Teachings of doctrines and the commandments of men. Half of the stuff we going through, we doing, we doing it because God done said, God uh, uh, done been removed from it. We doing it to glorify God. God, we being a hypocrite. We need to stop being a hypocrite. What you mean? If I'm going to do it, do it because I know I can do it from the Word of God aspect. I can look at the Word of God and find what I'm doing, what God told me to do. He said, uh, uh, the Bible say, let every man prove the hope that he has within him. How is it a lot of people saying they love God? But they're not able to prove the hope. They're not able to prove why they doing what they're doing. They don't give them no time. You're being a hypocrite when you just done narrow it down to finance. Yeah, the church, the, uh, the organization that God helped put you in, the religion, or whatever you want to call it. If God put you there, yes, you should give. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but that shouldn't be where you're giving all the time. How much of you, we don't got it twisted. We don't give nothing like we should. We give according to how, what the preacher make us feel. So it become a hypocrite. So listen, it said, How being in vain do they worship me, teaching the doctrines and the commandments of men? For laying aside, see, you lay aside the commandments of God. Ye hold the traditions of men as a washing of pots and cups and many other such like things you do. So we are being hypocrites because we are doing what man won't. We're not doing what God told us to do. If we were doing what God told us to do, then we would have a different outcome. But because we are not, then we are doing what man and when you do what men say, believers, brothers and sisters, you are wrong. You're wrong. And that's why things is not happening. You know, it's kind of like we can be a hypocrite. I, I Listen, I can remember being a hypocrite on a certain things. You know how? I, I, I ain't going to use me. I used uh, uh, Blow Joe. If Blow Joe praying that God bless him with a wife. And lo and behold, the woman come, a woman come, and the woman have the same like spirit, have the same like mind, but because she don't look like what he wanted, he ain't studying it. Or vice versa, the woman do the same thing. So what happening is, that they say they want God, but they being a hypocrite, even when it comes to relationship. And, the, and and when you do that, then you expect not to get what God got. So when you get what you want, that's why the divorce comes. That's why the problems come. That's why the financial uh, problems come. That's why these things come, because you was doing what you want to do in the name of the Lord, but God did not... Tell you to do what you was doing. Listen, God will provide. I'm telling you, I know he will provide in spite of what you got, what you're doing. Don't look at nobody else. Don't measure yourself by yourself. Uh, as I was talking to a young brother, he was saying, well, what about this brother? He named two brothers, two other brothers. They got a following. So he said, well, they ain't doing this. Damn, well, wait a minute. How are you going to measure yourself by yourself? You can't do that. You got to know, is they in the will of God? It could be looking like they're in the will of God. And I promise you on the day of judgment, it's the possibility that they missed the boat. They missed the boat. But anyway, uh, in Romans, Romans, the 10th chapter and the second, uh, it says this, uh, 10, Romans 10 and 2. Say, I bear them record, but they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness. How you going to say you know what God said, but you don't have no scripture to back you up. You don't have no scripture to stand on and and, and manifest what you're doing. You're doing what you want to do. And then when somebody say, well, this is what the word of God say about it. This is what the Word of God feel uh, uh, instructors, you don't want to hear it because you got your mind made up. Paul was telling them in the book of Rome, in Rome, it says, I bet them reckon that they have a zeal of God. A lot of people really ain't got nothing but a zeal of God. If they had more than a zeal of God, then they would be living in a different mindset. But that we can't see the things of God because we only have that zeal. It's their bad and reckoned that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For being ignorant of God's righteousness is going about to establish their own righteousness, having not submitting themselves unto the righteousness of God. You know what? People can say what they want to say. Now you look at around you. You look at all these people saying they 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 obeying God. How in the world can they say they are obeying God and they they completely are separate from the Word of God? And then listen, one thing I learned way 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 back, and I, I I I promise you, way back I learned this: you can take the Bible and make the Bible say whatever you want it to say. Oh yeah, you can pull a scripture from here, and you can pull a scripture from there. The man want a drink, he can pull the scripture from there. You know, the Bible said, take a little wine for his stomach's sake. And the Bible said, well, as long as you don't abuse it, and then, and, and on and on. Uh, this, heard this one preacher talking about, I had me a, 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 a glass of a, a Jim Bean in the basement, and he's supposed to be about holiness, but he said, I go down there. I don't disturb nobody. I go and relax. And Oh, man, come on. We got to get away we are establishing our own righteousness. We are in, in many other things, that just not that just not one thing, but many other things to say, look and uh, establishing our own righteousness, having not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. You know why they can't tell you from the scriptures why they doing what they're doing, when they're doing, what they're doing, how they're doing, what they're doing, Because they have not such the Scriptures. And when you don't search the Scriptures, you just just own your emotion. How you feeling about this today? How you feeling about it tomorrow? You might change with every win in doctrine. But the truth of the matter is God got it in the Scripture. He got it solid. You say, Brother Ware, can you tell me everything that you catch me doing? Tell me to give you the scripture. Whatever you decided that you want to bring the forefront, I'll give you the scripture and back it up Why I'm doing what I'm doing. Amen. I just believe that, all right? Having not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. Christ is the end of the law of righteousness to everyone that believe it. Listen to me, folks. When a person is in Christ, the Bible done told you. the Love in in the uh, Matthew's twenty third chapter says this. I'm gonna have to go to that right quick and and uh, read it because I don't want people to uh, say, "Well, brother, where I, you just said this and uh, what I said." The Matthew's the twenty third chapter. Uh, You know what? See, I'm glad I went to it. I'm glad I went to it. And it's um, the hypocrite showing uh, this, uh, here it is. is let us know this, believers, as an individual, as one that's chosen and called out by God, See, if you're chosen and called out by God, here's what you're going to do. You're going to love God with all your heart, soul, body, and mind, and all that. strength. Okay, you're going to do that. You know why you're going to do that? Because of the fact that God have chosen you, and you appreciate him choosing you. You're not appreciating this or that, uh, trying to prove this to Brother where or trying to prove this to Brother Shotdown, or Sister Walsh, or whatever. You are more concerned about you proving what God would say. See, the because of the fact we are not making transformation. It's too many people dying to see transformation. It's too many people dying and going to hell. And what I mean by going to hell, I, 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 that's the wrong word, I should say. They die and they lost. So, because, see, that person that died and they saved the body, say the Bible says a tree falleth, it's lays. So if a tree falleth that way, in a particular way, then you can't move it. So if, therefore, that's what the way that tree fell, then they are going to do. Then loving your neighbor as your self. When you do that, then you are fulfilling the law of God. People will say, "Oh, brother, where well, I love my neighbor, no you don't. You love the people that you love." Okay? When you love your neighbors, you're going the extra mile when God tell you. All right, but time getting get getting real close. So let me go on and get my other scripture that I want to get to right quick. And here's and, and I should have been there. In Matthew's the sixth chapter, okay? And it says this uh, sixth chapter and uh, ninth verse. It, it's uh it, right here it says for you, we uh after this matter, therefore pray ye our Father which art in heaven. Okay, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done uh, as it is in heaven. Give us this day. No, I think I skipped. Uh, thy kingdom come, thy will be done uh, in earth as it is in heaven. Now, wait a minute. Here's what I'm trying to put in right quick, okay? I'm trying to let you know without a shadow of a doubt we even praying hypocritical. And the reason we are praying hypocritical, because we're not praying like Jesus told us. If we was praying like Jesus told us, then we would have an altogether different mindset, the altogether different mindset. You know why? Because we wouldn't be saying, God do this and God do that. Oh, I've been there. I've been there. In most of my prayers, I got out and I say, God, first of all, i thank you. Secondly, God, I want you to do this and do that. I want you to bless this and bless that. I never stopped and said, say, God, what would you have me to do? God, give me an ear to hear your voice. Give me a, a, a mindset to want to know your will. I never did that. Why? Because I was more concerned about me. I was more concerned about what I wanted and what I wanted God to do. Oh, yes, I was. And that's where we're losing it at. Jesus had to teach the disciples. Now, how many of us say, and give us this day our daily bread? No, 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 no. We ain't concerned about that. You know what? The bread could be the bread of life. Could be natural, and it could be spiritual. How many of us get spiritual bread each day? We don't get spiritual bread each day. And the reason we don't get spiritual bread each day, because we are more concerned about the natural things. And then it goes on to say, and give us and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. And see, here's what I'm trying to do, folks. I'm trying to get you to see, come away from being that hypocrite. Let's get real with God. God, know your heart. Regardless of what you think, or what you do, or how you feel, God really knows your heart. He knows you better than you know yourself. Even though we can be doing something for one purpose, if we such... Our spirit will realize we are doing it for another. Then it said, and, uh, forgive us our debt as we forgive our debt to us. And, and And then it say, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power, and the glory. Folks, let me tell you something. We don't want to be delivered from evil. No, 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 no. We think evil is drinking, smoking, cussing, and... And gambling, maybe, Uh, we'll add that one in there. But you know what? A thought, the wrong thought is evil. Asking God to deliver you from that, that's the main issue. Folks, we got to not be a hypocrite. God, I don't want to come to you all the time begging and telling you what I want. I want to come to you finding out what you want with me. Why did you save me? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? I, I don't even know why you did it because I ain't took time to ask you. See, you got converted not to just go to uh, have eternal life, folks. Man, I wish I could go but my time running out. But listen, you didn't get converted to just go have eternal life. No, no, no. That was part of it. But the main issue is he left you here. And man, I don't don't seen a lot of people's offering around me that have went on to glory, have, have, uh, I shouldn't say glory, went on and fell asleep, waiting on the general resurrection, I have watched this, okay? I have allowed this to see, but I want you to know that God left me here in order for such a time as this and for me to do more. Now, if I check out of here, guess what? That means I don't see from my labor. Well, I could go on, but my time is running out. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. God, we thank you for this opportunity to just share your word with your people. Ask you to bless those that are converted. Strengthen them, God. Encourage them that they might submit to your will and not be a hypocrite, not trying to prove nothing to anyone, but trying to prove that you have chosen them and you have called them, and they want to be the best believer, the best saint that you have called out of the world, and they appreciate it, even as Mary uh, laid her head and cried and wiped your feet with her hair. God, they, they, they want to appreciate what you did for them, and we thank you for that. And to that one that is not converted, let me say this. God have chosen you for such a time as this for you to seek out the will and the plan of God. Not according to Brother Ware, not to repeat out the Brother Ware, but to say what thus says the Lord. And we are looking forward to help any of you that we can. You can reach me by dialing 404-293-7557. That's 404 404-293- 293 7557 seven. or visit our website. that's brotherware brother Ware, brotherjamesware.org. that's brother We would love for you to uh, visit our website and do and be blessed uh, through reading, searching it, and seeking out. We want to hear from you. Brother Ware is saying. As I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.
2: Praise the Lord.
1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.
0: Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed Internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.